We are in, we are officially on the board here, Stephen. You and I both have made week one bets, and I wanted to just go ahead and put those out there, yeah. give the reasons why, and let everybody know why we did what we did. I took the over in this uh, week one game between the Jets and the Panthers. It is sitting at 43. You can still find it at 43 over at the uh, over at BetMGM. And here's the thing the Jets. This defense could literally be, again, now that they are without Carl Lawson, they're going to have no pressure yet again on quarterbacks. This could be yet another bottom five season for this Jets defense. And I honestly believe that this Jets offense, with the playmakers that they put around, the improvements that they made, and I think Zach Wilson is going to do just enough to where this team is going to be feisty. I think this team is going to be a little bit froggy. It's going to be one of those teams that doesn't win a whole bunch of games, but certainly is not a comfortable team to play against throughout the course of the season. And so I think they put some points on the board. The Carolina Panthers, I definitely think are improved on offense, but again, same deal on defense should be some woes, but they have enough power and enough firepower to, to score some points on this Jets defense for sure. And I think the Jets are going to be able to do the same on the Panthers. I think this total is too low. I like the Jets on. I like the Jets Panthers over 43. And again, that is still available out there. I have also bet it already locked in over 43 on this game. Uh, my my old colleague at 44 TJ Hernandez did some research over the past five years. The average combined points when the home team is favored is about 47 so we're getting 43 here so just from a macro stance that's you know four points lower than what the average has been in these situations over the past five years uh, and then in a micro sense you look at this matchup everything you said right i mean this is this is a sneaky over man the, the panthers offense i am a huge believer in with with joe brady and the weapons that they have I don't think Sam Darnold can do worse than what Teddy Bridgewater did last year. And Teddy Bridgewater wasn't bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I think the baseline here is just for an average right. offense. So um, I, I like that. I like the fact that the Panthers are still building on defense uh, and Zach Wilson's going to get every opportunity to throw the rock around. And they had, did an awesome job rebuilding their passing game. I think Corey Davis is, has a chance to be a target monster this year. Uh, with the other options there just still developing. It seems like he has the best report at this point with Zach Wilson. So uh, just with what we know about these defenses and the arrow pointing up on both offenses, I think 43 is just too low of a total. One other thing I wanted to point out, if you are a teaser player, uh, this Colts and Seahawks game is currently sitting Colts as two-point home underdogs. This is... A game that is going, this line is going to move if Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson officially get ruled in. They are pacing to be able to play in week one. This number is going to go away. And so I just wanted to point out that if there was another game out there that you felt comfortable pairing it up and, and making yourself a week one teaser this early, you're going to get a Colts team at home. You tease at six points. They now become eight point underdogs to the Seattle Seahawks, this Colts team going to have a good defense, going to have a solid offensive line, has some decent playmakers. I'm not a Carson Wentz fan. That said, they would never in a million years be close to an eight point dog uh, to the Seattle Seahawks at home. So for me, just wanted to point that out. I'm going to at least do a little bit more research and and kind of poke and prod around and see if there's something that I want to do with that game. But 
just wanted to point out that if, if Wentz and Nelson get ruled in, the two-point under the two-point home underdog of the Colts is going to go away pretty rapidly, and you're going to miss out on getting a teaser opportunity in there where you're going to get this thing all the way up to eight points. I think we need to remind ourselves that this line opened when everybody was healthy at Colts minus two and a half. So that's what the market and the books felt was the appropriate spread for this matchup. Now, it moved five points in the other direction to Colts plus two and a half when Wentz and Quentin Nelson went down with the foot injuries. Now that they're both back at practice here, and in my mind, it's August 26th. If they're already back at practice, that's plenty of time to get ready to be in a game. There's still the possibility that they suffer a setback, but the factors that move this line five points at this juncture appear to not be the case anymore, and the line hasn't moved back to what it was. So I bet the Colts plus two and a half once I saw them returning to practice and and trending towards playing in week one. I'm still weary of foot injuries all the time, but and and I'm with you. I am one of the biggest Carson Wentz haters in the world. I think he's not very good. But just from a sheer betting best practices standpoint, if you're giving me five points from what the opening number was and the reason that line moved five points is now removed, I have to lock in that bet. And I have. I have bet Colts plus two and a half. And finally, we have week zero is here in college football. If you were not paying attention, you're going to get Nebraska, Illinois. You're going to get Connecticut and Fresno State. You're going to get Hawaii and UCLA, UTEP and New Mexico State and Southern Utah and San Jose State. Now, I understand none of those really jump off the page to you out there. Most of them have double-digit spreads. The one that does not is Nebraska and Illinois. I like Nebraska in this game. I don't. I think that they are actually a far superior team to Illinois at this one. Uh, not saying run out and, and bet this one immediately, but did at least want to throw that out there. I do like Nebraska in that game against Illinois, but we are but a week away from actual week one action here, Stephen. So we will certainly talk a little college football along the way as well, just to given our thoughts. Neither one of us claim to be huge, huge college football betters, but uh, certainly anything that jumps off the page to us along the way, we'll, we'll point out and, and try to keep you in the loop of any major line movements and and or any you know absolute crazy noise that's going to flip college football on its head and stuff like that and um i'll tell you this though i am super super excited alabama and miami there in week one we got lsu and ucla there in week one so there's going to be some games that we're certainly going to be paying attention to penn state and wisconsin go down in week one so there are some there's some really good games and i can't wait for college football to be back yeah, absolutely. I, I talked to uh, Jeffrey Benson over at Circa just to see like what the handle is like for these week zero games out of out of curiosity. And um, their limits for for Nebraska, Illinois, they've gotten enough handle to have the same limits now as the Georgia Clemson game. So if that doesn't tell you that people are craving <laughs> football in any form whatsoever. I don't know what will. That's awesome. And uh, and Matt, before we, we get going here, we got some breaking NFL news that I want to drop on you here and get your reaction uh-huh. to it. All right. We were just talking about this. The Titans are placing quarterback Ryan Tannehill on the reserve COVID-19 list. This is from Adam Schefter. He will now miss anywhere from five to 10 days, depending on his status. Uh, their coach has also dealt with COVID, Mike Vrabel. 
Jeff Swain, their first string tight end, is going on the COVID list as well. So does this change your outlook for that division and division futures, given that their quarterback now is dealing with some COVID list situations going into the season? I know that there has been a little bit of buzz about potential value with the Jaguars in the futures. Those have come down all the way from 12 to one down to five to one in some spots. So does this breaking news with the Titans and Ryan Tannehill change your outlook at all on the division for the season? Man, well, not now, because again, like you said, it's it's August 26th. If this was a week from now where this was going to affect week one and and maybe even into week two, it would certainly change my my thought a lot. But, um, you know, in theory, everything should be okay you know everyone should be back into practice and back you know before we get going here in the second week of September so um not a lot but again this is just basically goes to to this really drives home the point I'm glad that this happened while we we're on the podcast it really drives home the point that we were making just a few minutes ago that we are in a situation where this is going to happen during the season this is going to be a thing and so we need to be very very cognizant of this as we start to handicap these games and handicap these teams and all that as we move forward especially as we're betting dynamically in season as well we talked about that with golf that you can bet in tournament well the one thing that these new books are doing as well is you can bet in season win totals in season this in season that in season overs and unders and uh, as far as uh, player props and things. And so, uh, Stephen, that I think that might be a focus for me this NFL season that I've never really done in the past is paying attention to these dynamic markets as closely as I as I think that I will this year, because I think there might be some opportunity for us. That's a, that's a great point. And uh, especially, you know, I, just a, a hypothetical example, number one wide receiver ruled out the last second. You're getting number two wide receiver player prop totals, uh, whereas they're now moved up to the number one receiver for that week. So you might get some value built in there. Um, so that's that's interesting to me. And it's it's curious that this has happened now with the Titans and their quarterback so close to the season after, you know, they were the first team to really have all those those big outbreaks a year ago. So I guess yep. glass half full, they've dealt with this already and were successful in dealing with it going 11 and five, same record as the Colts, but they won the division last year. So um, if there's a team equipped to handle remote learning in the NFL ahead of game time, it certainly is the Titans. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. There is a report that the Titans are 97% vaccinated as a team. Uh, I don't know if this includes Ryan Tannehill or not. Like we said, you can still test positive even if, if you're vaccinated. Right. So I don't know what category he falls into there, and I don't want to speculate on that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this I'm, I'm with you that I'm not going to overreact to it now. But if this happens in the season and, and key players are going to miss a couple of games, that obviously changes things. So that's something we definitely need to keep an eye on. And as you mentioned, we'll, uh, we'll not only have the updates here on the pod, but also over on the site as well happening in real time guys for everything that we're doing here all of the great work over at the lines.com playpicks.com be sure and check that out head over to the youtube page as well tons of free content on there as well subscribe to that so you're the first to know every time we go live with a new video and man this is uh it's it's almost here steven we're gonna get week zero college football nfl is gonna be nfl is gonna be around the corner so i cannot wait and uh, again take in all of the great content over the sites and the other various platforms that we got for steven i'm matt talk to you guys next week